0: Hey everyone, it's our week 16 streaming show. You should pop on in here, alright? I'm going to give you what you need to dominate your opponents this upcoming week. We're going to talk streaming strategies. We're also going to talk a little bit of NHL news and all of the top drops and ads over the last 24 hours. Let us get to biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL Today. thank you so much again for tuning in i appreciate you uh, i appreciate your time and and just tuning in to hear about what we got going on here thank you so much everybody really appreciate that my name is blake creamer and i am the host of fantasy nhl today you can please follow me on twitter at blake creamer se for the tweets you know how we like to tweet up in here I basically just retweet a bunch of crap. Uh, that That's not true. All right. I have my own uh, thoughts and feelings, uh, which I'd like to share as well. Okay. But yeah, follow me on Twitter. What are you doing? Come on. Um, yeah. Sorry. That's a little bit of a rant there. But uh, yeah, that's, again, it's my show and I can do uh, what I like to do. All right, then. Yeah, it's, uh, we got an awesome streaming show coming up here. Um, week 15 is almost over. I'm recording this on a Friday night, so uh, I will release this on Saturday. So it gives you plenty of time to sort of get your strategy ready for the upcoming week. But uh, yeah, I hope you're you're crushing this week. Um, we talked a lot about Jason Zucker uh, and obviously Pittsburgh's schedule in our last streaming show. And Zucker's been killing it. Oh, yeah. Um, so hopefully we can get another kind of win like that with some of these players we'll mention to you. But yeah, we will get into that, but before we do, I need to let you know this is Sports Ethos presentation, all right? Um, Sportsethos.com, get your buns over there, take a look, got some awesome, awesome fantasy basketball content as well as some other stuff too. We've got uh, football content, baseball content, hockey, obviously I'm I'm doing that, and then uh, you got some disc golf, you got regular golf even. They're just getting the biz all over the place. Yeah, just just taking over. Um, So that's sportsethos.com. Go check it out. Tell them Blake sent you. All right. Uh, Before we get into the streaming strategies and uh, schedule talk, we got to talk about some NHL news. News! 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 Okay. Big news, uh well probably the biggest news is uh, Max Pacioretty. Bad news for this man. This is this is really rough news here. He, he tore his Achilles again uh in the game the other night there. This is this is just crushing stuff. It's the same injury he had uh that kept him out long term at the start of the season here. Um yeah, it this is this is just really rough stuff. He's out long term obviously and and we already kind of know um, yeah, it's, it's, he's, he's, likely not coming back for the season. So really, you know, just rough news for, uh, max patch. I hate to see that with any player and, you know, I've, I've played with guys too that have torn their Achilles and it's, it's a brutal injury to come back from and it kind of just weakens everything else. You, you know, he's, I don't know, it, it's, it's going to be a rough go for, for max patch coming back, especially at his age. But, uh, you know, I wish him all the best and, and I would love to get him, you know, nice and healthy for next season. But um, one thing that we have seen, at least fantasy-wise, with the Hurricanes, we kind of know already how the Hurricanes run their roster. They're obviously used to doing that without Max Patch. So um, I, I really think Tara Vinen is going to uh, get a boost here uh, with Max Patch already out he's likely to get a boost in uh, time on ice and and probably power play time as well he's been kind of floating on uh, power play two there at times, so he should be back on power play one I think uh, Seth Jarvis as well gets a little bit of a boost but I mean we've already seen the hurricanes without uh, patches in the lineup so it's nothing nothing too groundbreaking here really sad to see though get well my buddy um Next up, Chris Letang was placed on long-term injured reserve. Uh, this was retroactive to December 28th, so it's not as bad as it sounds. Um That was actually nine games already that he's been out, so he can technically be activated after tonight's game if he was healthy, right? That would be his 10th game, but it, it doesn't sound like that's the case, but just when you read that, he's, he's on LTIR. It's not as bad as it seems. It's more about um, opening up roster spots, so hopefully he's back out there ASAP. Guys had a you know pretty challenging season just year uh, outside of hockey. Um, so wish uh, again, Crystal Tang, all the best. Get back on the ice. That's probably where he feels the best anyway. So hopefully you see him out there soon. Uh, staying with Pittsburgh, uh, lots, lots of Pittsburgh news actually. Uh, Kasperi Kasperi Kapanen is out week to week now with an undisclosed injury. So that that kind of popped up out of nowhere. Um, he, he's not super fantasy relevant. I mean, he had a couple hot streaks earlier in the season. You know, it opens up a little bit of power play time for, for somebody on the second power play. Um, but, yeah, he's he's going to be out week to week. Also, Jeff Petrie made his return. Um, yeah, and I think uh, Petrie could actually be a great ad um, moving forward with Pittsburgh. He's he's getting reps on power play one currently, and, and no one's really coming for his minutes. He's going to be the number one guy in Pittsburgh. I mean, him and Marcus Pedersen, really. So uh, the thing about uh, Petrie as well, big time periffs, big time, okay? Um, so I think Petrie is, is an ad at this point and let's just see what shakes out, but uh, you know, he's coming back off injury, so it could be a little slow going, but had a decent game tonight, pick him up. Okay. And then also Tristan Jari was back tonight and he's just killed it. He made a career high, uh, 46 saves in the win tonight. So, um, he, he looks good to go. Bodes well moving forward. Casey DeSmith, the backup. Get that garbage out of here! All right, get that man out of your sight! All right, Tristan Jari's back, baby. Let's go, TJ! All right, and then lastly, uh, Kale McCarr. Uh, he was not in the lineup for the Avalanche tonight against the Canucks, but he did skate today, and he was he was ruled out. So hopefully that means he's going to be back soon. They have a game tomorrow. Um, he is likely questionable for that. So just keep an eye out for any updates that come up. All right. Keep an eye on Twitter, all right? Especially my Twitter, because I like to update that kind of stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. All right. It's time to talk about streaming. All right. We do this every week. I want to give just a little bit of a just a little bit of a heads up. We're, when we're talking about streaming, we're talking about probably the worst player on your team, maybe the worst two players on your team. We're talking about dropping them and inserting other players that have good schedules um you know to maximize games played against our opponents this is especially important in weekly leagues all right i need to definitely clarify that if you're just a season-long points league like this is not something you do you don't just stream in players all the time you pick the best players and you ride them out till the end but we're talking about weekly leagues and that's why it's so important to stream in those leagues right so, um, yeah, you'll have your, your worst player or your worst two players, and you'll bring in other players to try and get uh, statistics that you need. You know, when you're you're facing your opponent there, um, and I always like to just again suffocate my opponent with games played. So if I can, um, it I, I really try and outgame them. That's for sure. So we'll take a look and we'll see what's going on. This week is an interesting week, actually. It's it's spread out fairly evenly. So in terms of the the teams, we've got six teams, uh, only six that play four games. That's it. Um, And those teams are the Boston Bruins, the Buffalo Sabres, Columbus Blue Jackets, the Florida Panthers, the New York Islanders, and the Toronto Maple Leafs. After that, we've got 24 teams, basically the rest of the league, that has uh, three games. So I'm not going to go into all of those. And then there are two teams with two games. These are the worst schedules of the week: uh, the Edmonton Oilers and the Nashville Predators. So let's look at how this week is actually laid out. Um, as I said, it is it is kind of a spread out week. There's only one really light uh, day, and that is Sunday. There's only two games, um, but uh, the busy nights are what I say usually is ten game a ten game night. I think you'll find it hard to get a player on your roster, so you're going to have to look at that, but um, the highest that it goes this week is only 11, and that's Tuesday and Saturday, so I'll go through this, but you might be able to get players in on those Tuesdays and Saturdays, so you could potentially stream every day this week, which is a really nice uh, problem to have, right? Um, then you can actually you know, really get into some strategies, which we'll talk about a little bit, um, but yeah. So starting with Monday, uh, there's four games on Monday. Eleven games on Tuesday, as we said. Um, so it's a busy Tuesday. Five games on Wednesday. Nine games on Thursday. Eight games Friday. Eleven games on Saturday, which is usually the busiest, and then only the two games on Sunday. All right. So let's look at the team with the best schedule and. There is one clear winner this week, and it's the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, they do—they are one of those teams that has four games, and all four of their games are on the off nights. So the Maple Leafs play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. So that Sunday is really key. I think that's something we want to make sure we have some players playing on that Sunday because they're gonna—they're gonna, they're gonna uh, be picked up quick, right? So, yeah, Toronto is—is. Is, Definitely the team that you want to target this week. We talked about, um, or I've talked on Twitter a little bit, and uh, I want to shout out the 5-Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Um, Yeah, I don't want to just take credit for their ideas, but they talked about picking up uh, Callie Yarncroc, and we'll talk about him a little bit later, but picking him up this week if possible and just roll him into the next week. Um, I think he's a great streamer. Let's look at some of the players that they have, okay? So, Cali Yarn Croc Yarn Croak? I don't know. Joey Jojo <laughs> Jr. Shabadoo? That's the worst name I ever heard. No! <laughs> Hi! <laughs> Joey Jojo! I'm terrible with names, all right? Um. Yeah, a lot of lot of consonants in that name. Uh, also, yeah, that's that's just not right. Let's let move on. Cali Yarn Croak, definitely. Uh, you, I think he's a he's a great ad. He's probably the best ad that you can get from the Leafs, uh, because unfortunately, um, all their players are are they're not streamer level. All the best players that you want to have, they're they're taken at this point, right? So, um, Cali Yarn Yarncrocks number one. I think. Um, You know, it gets pretty slim after that. You can start looking at uh, some of their defense. So Mark Giordano, I think, is a a nice stream this week. Oh, hi, Mark. Um, If you need uh, defense and peripherals. Timothy Liljigren. Liljigren. Yeah, again, a lot of consonants in there, my man. I'm going to call him TL, all right? Tim Lil. Um, Yeah, those are guys you can pick up. Alexander Kerfoot as well if you want some bangs and some kind of fourth liner stuff. But um, Toronto, unfortunately, doesn't have a ton to offer here. And one guy I might look at as well, again, th- these are, these are for deep leagues, right? Like you, you gotta be pretty hard up for some of these guys, but, um, you know, the, the guy I'm looking at sometimes is, uh, Pierre Engvall. Well, ooh la di da, Mr. Frenchman. I was looking at just Toronto's statistics in general, you know, advanced stats, five, five on five. And, uh, Engvall actually has, um, the third most C Four, individual coursey Four, on the team at five on five. So um, he's putting a lot of pressure towards the net. Obviously, he's a third liner. You know, you can't really expect too much. But I think if you're going to go with some of the the dregs from the Maple Leafs, I think Engvall is probably the guy that I would go with. Okay, yeah, and that's my two cents on Toronto. Again, it's it's just unfortunate they don't have a ton to offer. Mark Giordano would probably be the, the defenseman that I would pick up there. Um, the next two teams that I would like to look at are the Columbus Blue Jackets and the New York Islanders. They both have four game weeks with three off nights. So we'll talk about Columbus first. They play on the Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then they play on the Saturday. So they play a back-to-back Friday, Saturday. The Islanders play Monday as well. They play Monday, Wednesday, and then Friday, Saturday. So the same exact schedule for both teams. So let's look and see um, some of the... Uh, players that they offer the blue jackets I think have uh, um, a lot better um, streaming options than Toronto unfortunately so the main one you want to go out and get in my opinion Boone Jenner Hey, look, look there's some people want to ride too pick them up yeah I, I've talked about this man at length he's back he's back off injury and he's only 31% rostered what in the actual hell I mean granted since he's been back four games zero points all right come on bj you got to do a little something but i mean this man will always bring the peripherals, and his deployment has been solid so in the four games you know ice time 1917 1926 2001 and 1719 he's good to go he's centering the top line which currently is goudreau and um uh what's the what's the guy's name marchenko so they've, they've, they've put uh, Patrick Liney down on the second line. But I'm sure that he's going to be back on that top line at some point. And even if he isn't, Boone Jenner plays power play one with these guys. So Boone Jenner, I think, is a must roster for this week. I, I think Boone Jenner is, is close to a must add. I mean, definitely in category leagues. Points leagues, okay, you know, it's you're hit and miss. But um, yeah, Boone Jenner offers a lot more than just scoring. So I think you got to pick him up. My two cents. Uh, Next up, let's look at some of the other forwards that Columbus has. So they've got a bunch of guys that are kind of all in the same boat, in my opinion. I mean, Columbus has obviously been pretty rough this season. Um, But they've got some reasonable streamers, in my opinion. You've got uh, Gustav Nyquist, um, Jack Roslovic, Kent Johnson. Those guys, they're kind of interchangeable to me. And if I had to choose, I would take Nyquist first, uh, followed by Roslovic, and then followed by Johnson. I think I, I think Roslovic right now is probably the he, he's doing the best offensively in the last five games anyway. I'm Jack. But I think a safer pick is probably Nyquist because he's getting better deployment. So take a look at that, and then uh, but but again, any one of those guys can score on any given night, and any one of those guys can go through the entire week here with zero points you know what I'm saying so that's there's no clear winner in terms of uh of of streamers really this week uh besides to me Boone Jenner you gotta go get that man all right 31% roster this makes no sense um and as far as uh we talked about him but uh, I think a dark horse pick for Columbus is uh, Kirill Marchenko I must break Yeah, he's, he's getting line one reps right now. His deployment is not, um, you know, it, it's not super inspiring. Um, but, I mean, you know, four, last four games, 9 minutes, 30 seconds, 17 minutes, 44 seconds, 15 minutes, 44 seconds, 17 minutes, 14 seconds. So, I like that. I mean, he's got zero points in his last five games. He, he did have a hat trick like eight games ago. So, this guy's got some offensive acumen, clearly. But we'll see. I mean, it, it's probably not his season. But, you know, like I said, this is a deep league guy. He's getting some offensive opportunities. So he's there for you. And then you can always get your perips on D in Columbus with um, good Branson, you know, Andrew Peek, those kind of guys, right? Wow, that was a long time to talk about the Columbus Blue Jackets. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel dirty. All right. With John Gaudreau, that's again. He, if, let's if if you do anything, you get anything from this podcast. Please make it uh, just just have it be the fact that you stop calling Johnny Gaudreau, uh, stop calling him Johnny Gaudreau, and call him John Gaudreau. All right. He's he's aging. He's aging like a fine wine. He's distinguished. We need to respect that. All right. His name is John Gaudreau. His name is Robert Paulson. Come on, guys. Please. His name stop it. is Robert Paulson. His name, His name is Robert Paulson. His name Shut is up. Robert Paulson. This is all over with. His name is Robert Paulson. Let's move on. Next team up, New York Islanders, uh, again, with the same exact schedule as the Columbus Blue Jackets. And again, their whole team, they, they remind me very much of, like, the Seattle Kraken where their whole team is basically streamer level. So you do have some options here. Let, let's just take a look and what we what we think is probably the best bet here. So even Brock Nelson, I'm looking on Yahoo right now. Brock Nelson is 63% rostered. I mean, you could do a hell of a lot worse than some of these guys. So you got Brock Nelson at 63%. Anders Lee is at 54%. Um, He's getting um, first-line deployment. So, yeah, take a look there. Uh, I mean, (laughs) he's got zero points in his last five games. So take a look there as well. But um, Anders Lee is probably due for a little bounce back here. Um, JGP, Jean-Gabriel Pajot. Um, I like him. He's good for shots, um, you know, in the occasional point. He's got three in his last five, all assists. He's getting decent deployment. He does shoot um, and get some decent periffs as well. So um, of, of all these guys, I would think uh, Jean-Gabriel Pajot is probably, probably the one I like the best on the Islanders. Um, that said, that you know, there's some good options on defense as well. Um, actually, before I move to defense, you, you also have Anthony uh, Beauvillier and Zach Parisey. Those are guys that can get you shots and maybe some offensive categories. Um, And Beauvillier is interesting. I mean, he's only 1% rostered, but he's getting some pretty sweet deployment. He's got, you know, three points in his last five games, only one goal. Um, But before that, it was just an insane drought. So who knows what you're getting with these players, right? So I usually stay away from the Islanders, honestly. I have Barzell in a few um, leagues, and, and I think I have Dobson in one, but that's really it. So, you know, choose at your own risk, but I, I do think if you're in category leagues, there are a lot of good options, like JGP, as I said, and then the defense uh, on the Islanders, they are great peripherally. Like, you, you could you could have your pick here, basically, like Alexander Romanov, go get him. Ryan Pulak, go get him. Um, Scott Mayfield, these, these are guys that I think can get you some really good peripherals, and, and chip in with the occasional point. So those, those are some of your options there on the Islanders. All right, let's move on. There are three teams with three game weeks and three off nights. And I'll tell you those teams right now. The New York Rangers, the Dallas uh, Stars. I was going to say Dallas Cowboys, not the Cowboys. And then the, the Carolina Hurricanes. So for the Rangers... I think they got some really good options. Um, well, three in fact that I that I think are really good. And I think it starts with Alex Lafreniere. I know he's he's been on a bit of a roller coaster here. Like there, he was a healthy scratch. There was trade talks. Um, you know, people were kicking tires because he's getting healthy scratched, and um, he didn't. He hasn't exactly responded, I would say. But you know, he only has one point in his last five games. But the ice time is up. The peripherals are up just the fact that the ice time is up especially like in his last 5 games so here here's the 3 games after his scratch 11 minutes 48 seconds 13 minutes 5 seconds 13 minutes 29 seconds and here's the last uh 5 games so uh 1440 1859 1803 21 that's a 2-1 win in Dallas and then 1802 uh the game before that so he is getting better deployment this guy does other things, right? So if he's not scoring or getting assists, he does other things. Um, so I like Lafrenier. Um, you know, it looks like he's still a couple seasons away from being a real impact player. And I don't know if it's going to happen on the Rangers. So keep an eye on that. But anyways, Lafrenier, um, another guy I would target is Keandre Miller. He is 56% roster. So he might be gone. Um, he's obviously been on a hot streak too. He's been on a heater, um, crazy amount of points, and and he's not doing it on the power play. <laughs> he's he's doing it at even strength for the most part. So um, one thing about Keandre Miller, uh, he he's been getting awesome deployment. So you know twenty minutes and over um, pretty consistently, but he hasn't been the peripheral beast that we that we thought he was, and that he thought he or that he sort of was last year, right? So I think he still has room to grow there. Keandre Miller is just a, he's a young guy. You know five goals, twenty assists so far on the season. He's having a really nice season, and I think this is a great um, week for you to pick him up because you get three games with three off nights. Love it. All right. And then Philip Hedel is the other one that I would mention. He's 11% rostered. Again, he can get you some offense. He's getting some uh, some good looks. He's getting some power play two time. Um, Those are the guys I would sort of look at there you know there's there's plenty of other players on the team but none none that i really want to focus on right now um let's move on to dallas um how about my man tyler sagan what the hell um this you know this this guy was available in draft season at, at a ridiculous value we all knew especially in category leagues that tyler sagan is was going to have a solid season but um, he, he's, he's been doing really well. To me, he's sort of uh, exceeded expectations a little bit. He's got 34 points on the season. But he's been on a heater ever since Rupa Hintz went down because he's, he's up on the top line there with Pavelski and, and J-Rob. This guy had three points in his last game. Um, you know, and he, he's flying right now. And he's always going to be a sta- you know, staple on that power play. So I think Sagan, if he's available, I mean, he's, he's 57% rostered right now. But that's up 6% um, from the last day. So he was only 51%. I think you got to go kick tires on Tyler Sagan. See if he's available. He'd be a great ad for this week and probably someone you can keep on your roster for the rest of the of the season, honestly. So take a look at Tyler Sagan. You probably got to go get him, okay? And what about my guy, that Viking, that beast, that freaking unit, Yanni Hockenpah. All right? Um, yeah, this, this guy, man. I... I I always look in any matchup where I'm like, oh, dang, I need bangs. I'm losing on bangs. First, One of the first guys I go to is like, is Yanni Hockenpah available? This this guy's a beast, all right? And and this season, he's actually, um, you know, he's getting some reasonable deployment. He's, he's kind of been a third-pairing defenseman throughout his career so far, but he, he's starting to get some second-pairing defenseman minutes, right? And, and some nights over 20 minutes. But, I mean, look at look at these periphs. Like, obviously, he's got zero points in forever. This guy's not getting you points, okay? But in his last game, one shot on goal, seven hits, two blocks. Um, you know, the game before that, only one shot. The game before that, one hit, three blocks. The game before that, one shot, seven hits, one block. Like, he just throws these games in there where he's just a wrecking ball out there. So he's a beauty. Um, I endorse Yanni Hakenpah. Probably a good week to get him, especially if you need bangs and blocks. That's what he's going to do for you. All right, and then Esa Lindell as well is is available there. Another D man on Dallas. He's he's getting, um, a you know more more offensive opportunities than Hawk and, Paw. and he does uh, reasonable with his periffs as well, especially blocks. So take a look there. Um, I don't really like, I mean, you can grab any of the other guys, but here's a a guy that's been very disappointing this year is Mason Marchment. What is going on with this guy? Um, You know, just there was a lot of hype coming into the season, which I didn't fully buy um, on Mason Marchment. I I just, for me personally, I need to see more. I need to see more than just one season. You know, yeah, the eye test, um, Mason Marchment looks good. He's, he's obviously a good player, and, you know, we're talking about fantasy hockey here. We're not talking about real hockey. <laughs> we're talking about fantasy hockey. So we're not talking about what he, what he contributes to the team, you know, even when he's not scoring. But um, in terms of fantasy, you know, he's getting more ice time. He's getting potentially more opportunities, and it, it's just not happening for him offensively, right? Only 22 points in 47 games this season. It's been a bit of a bust, in my opinion, but it's, it's still a good signing, I think, for the Dallas Stars. Obviously, they're playing amazing. And Mason Marchman is a part of the team. So, yeah, he's there too. So, so definitely kick tires there and take a look. Now let's move on to Carolina. Yeah, Carolina's doing very well, obviously. That, that's uh, not a hot take. That's not rocket science there. They're playing very well. Um, obviously, Max Patch Pacioretty going down. Big loss there. But we talked about it. And I think guys like... Uh, uh Tara vinan he's going to benefit big time he's 50% rostered on yahoo go pick up Tara vinan all right i want iguadala go get him in your life i think it's it's Teravinen's time i had him drafted in a lot of leagues and he really just had such a stinky start and and you know i feel like he's really turning it around here um he's getting first line minutes again with aho and uh, natus i believe Or Jarvis. Sorry, no, he's playing with Jarvis and Ajo. But he's starting to put it together, right? Had a shorty the other night. This is something that he brings to the table. Two shorties in the last five games, shorthanded goals. Very nice, right? Um, He's starting to put it together. I think now is a great time for you to go and pick up Toivo Taravainen. So go ahead and do that, all right? 50% rostered. What are we doing? And then, uh, yeah, there's other guys too. Um, You know, defensemen. Type periffs. So you can go get uh, Brady Shea, Jacob Slavin, Brett Pesci. You know, <laughs> the, 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 these aren't exciting. So I, I'm hearing myself talk. I'm like, jeez, yeah. I gotta, I gotta try and pep these guys up a bit. I'll pep up Taravainen. All right, go get Taravainen. He's a legend. All right, double T, book it. But yeah, you can pick those guys up. Seth Jarvis, I think, is the other one I would target. He's 26% rostered. Again, getting a uh, deployment with Tara Vinen and Aho. This is the guy people thought was going to break out this year, and it turns out Natchez was the guy. But I still think Seth Jarvis has some value, a uh, ton of value, actually, just just in, in real life. And then he, he, I think he can still be a good fantasy performer. It's just, yeah, he, he's, he's been a slow go this season. He's starting to pick it up. You know, three points in his last five games. Decent peripherals. You know, he's shooting a lot, which I like. And he's getting offensive opportunities with good players. So what more do you want? And then if he needs, uh, you know, there's Carolina actually has some good options here. You know, Jordan Stahl doing his thing. He's a peripheral guy. Stefan Nosen, power play guy, shots. Um, Yeah, that's about it. You you can look at Yahoo yourself. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I like Carolina. I like what they have to offer. All right. And then again, we talked about the teams that uh, are maybe not so good. Um, any team that doesn't have any um, games on light days or off nights, it's it's pretty rough. So, I mean, obviously we're talking about Edmonton and Nashville. They both have two games. Edmonton has one game on an off night that they play on the Wednesday, so that's fine. I mean, you know, Edmonton, you all their players are, are above streamer level for the most part, so you're probably not holding on. Like Clem Costin, you can get rid of him, no problem. Even Evan Bouchard, you could probably... I don't know. You could probably drop him. Yeah, that's not even a hot take. Just drop Evan Bichard. And and again, I say drop these players. Just make sure it makes sense for your team. Okay, disclaimer. All right, verbal contract confirmed. But Nashville, they have a full team of streamers uh, for the most part. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of hard to hold on to these guys. Even a guy like Matt Duchesne. Like, I'm not saying drop Matt Duchesne, but should we? I You know, He's, he's he's doing just enough, which is really annoying, but that's fine. So definitely take a look and see these teams that don't have any light days, right? You, you have to look at your roster and make sure that you can fit these players in that you're picking up, okay? What I like to do is talk about um, a week-long stream, and then, you know, we'll talk about a strategy kind of stream, right? So if you're going to get a week-long stream, it's a no-brainer. You have to pick up a Toronto Maple Leaf. Okay, so we talked about it. Yarn Croak, TL. You know what I'm talking about Angval. Uh, if you want to, Mark Giordano, very solid stream this week. So go. That's that's your week long stream. Just go pick up Toronto players, set it and forget it. No problem. So other than that, now we can start looking at um, some of the some of the different strategies we can do this week. So let's look at the players that have um, Monday, Tuesday back to backs. And there are two of those teams. It's the Buffalo Sabres and the Florida Panthers. They have a Monday, Tuesday back-to-back. So that's kind of nice. So that's one move, two games. Okay, If you make that move this week, that's, you get those two games without even making a move. So that, that's kind of what I like to do is save a move from this week and use it for the next week. If, you know, if your matchups kind of in the bag or you think you've got it, sometimes I take a risk and I, and I pick up a player and sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't, but yeah, if you want to pick up a player, I would probably pick up a player from Buffalo or Florida. Um, Buffalo has lots of good streamers too. You might, you know, Jack Quinn, uh, maybe cousins might even be out there. I don't know. Um, and then Florida, you're looking at, you know, Anton Lundell players like that. Right. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so they've got those uh, back-to-backs on Monday, Tuesday. No teams have a Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back, so that's fine. There are some teams that have a Thursday, Friday back-to-back, and let's look at them. There are one, two, three teams that have a Thursday, Friday back-to-back, and those teams are the Calgary Flames, the Detroit Red Wings, and the New Jersey Devils, all right? There's some Friday-Saturday back-to-backs as well. Um, You're looking at the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Florida Panthers, the New York Islanders, the LA Kings, the Ottawa Senators, San Jose Sharks, Seattle Kraken, and the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, so, um, and then a really important one, there's only one team with a Saturday-Sunday back-to-back, and that is Boston, all right? So those are your back-to-backs. Yeah, a little convoluted, but let's talk about strategy now, okay? So I think a really good strategy to do is because this week is so spread out, and this only works if you can fit players in on these 11-game nights, right? But like I said, pick up a player, a Buffalo or Florida, Monday, Tuesday, right? Then you can move to a player that has a Wednesday, Friday, right? Or even like Columbus has Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. That's pretty awesome right? So you get one move for two games for that back-to-back at the start with Buffalo or Florida. Then you pick up a Columbus player on Wednesday. That's three games um, plus the two games. So that's two moves, five games. And then on Sunday, you can pick up a player from one of those four teams that are playing, right? So that's three games and six, uh, sorry, three moves and six games. That's pretty nice, right? So, You know that's just an example of some of the strategy that you can utilize here, but again, you need to start looking at what statistics you need to win your matchups, right? And that's where I can help you. But it's kind of hard to help you just through the podcast. If if you need some some specific help, definitely just DM me on Twitter or hit me up on Twitter. Let me know. I'll I'll give you my two cents, no problem. But uh, yeah, those are kind of some of the things that I like to look at when I'm looking at a streaming schedule. So. Um, another good strategy is just looking at who plays Monday, Wednesday, right? Monday, Wednesday games. That means you sk- you start out the week really well. You can kind of set it and forget it, no problem. And then you can start making moves on Thursday, uh, getting into the weekend, right? So the teams that play Monday, Wednesday are the Columbus Blue Jackets, the New York Islanders, the Toronto Maple Leafs, as we said, the Dallas Stars, and the New York Rangers. Those are the teams that all start with Monday, Wednesday. So you can pick up a player from one of those teams and basically just set it, and then you don't have to really worry about it again until Thursday, right? And then you can start making moves again. Anyways, I hope that is helpful for you. Um, I always like doing these streaming shows, and then kind of looking back on them and seeing, you know, what were the hits and what were the misses. And it's been nice that uh, Jason Zucker's uh, had a good a good week here, um, you know, because I think he he's a, such a solid stream. Might even be someone you want to hang on to for a little bit. I don't know. Okay. Uh, now, before we get out of here, I do want to just quickly talk about, um, the top ads and drops over the last 24 hours. Let's get into it. All right. Let's start with the ads. The number one added player over the last 24 hours is JT Comfer. Um, and this makes sense. Obviously, you know, there's only two games on tonight. So yeah, most of the players are going to be from those, those four teams, but JT Comfer is, is a great ad no matter what, um. You know, he's on a heater right now too. five points in five games, including an assist tonight against Vancouver. Um, the main thing with JT Confer is he's part of that top six in Colorado that are getting insane deployment. I mean, he, he's had stretches where he's playing well over 20 minutes a night. So when, when you got a guy playing this, this kind of minutes with the kind of players that they have on Colorado, you got to add him for sure. He's 31 percent rostered now. You know, that's up 12% uh, as we're talking about here. But I think this is a guy that can probably maintain value moving forward until Landeskog comes back at least. um, You know, Nishuskin is back in the lineup and Comfer still got, you know, uh, a reasonable amount of deployment tonight. He got an assist on the power play. He got a block. So I like Comfer a lot. I think it's a great add. Uh, Next up, Jason Zucker. We talked about him. This man's a legend. All right. What a unit. All right. Goals in three straight. Love that. Uh, he got the game-winning goal tonight, actually, against Ottawa. I like that, too. Three shots, three hits. He's doing it all. So Jason Zucker, I think, is a great add for this week. And you, could, you might be able to keep him moving forward. So um, I know Pittsburgh, next week, their schedule, you know, it's not great, right? They've got three games all on the busy days. But I don't know. If Zucker's still, you know, putting up points like this and, and peripherals like this, you got to have him, all right? So my two cents, but uh, Zucker's a good-looking player right now. Uh, next uh, added player, the third most added player is, again, from the Colorado Avalanche, Arturi Lekkanen. Um It's crazy this man is not rostered more. I don't understand. I never have. Um, I liked Lekanen right from the start of the season, and, yeah, he had a little bit of a cold streak there, but he's been popping off here a big time, all right? He's got five goals in his last four games. Love that. Uh, again, his deployment is just insane. It's over 20 minutes every night. So same same thing goes with Comfort. But I think um, Lekkonen has a higher upside than uh, JT Comfort. Okay? So, I mean, he's 71% rostered. He, he should be on a roster. If he's not, go find out if Lekkonen's out there and pick him up for the love of Pete. All right? All right. And next up again from Colorado, Evan Rodriguez. Erod, this man is in that wheelhouse. It's, it's Evan Rodriguez, Arturi Lekinen, and JT Confer. Those are the those are kind of the B players from the top six in Colorado. And they're all doing very well. They're all having great seasons this year. Evan Rodriguez is 41% rostered. Again, he shoots the lights out. He got an assist tonight against Vancouver. Yeah, he, he's getting power play time. The top six in Colorado, they're, they're almost all. Pretty reasonable ads. So I, I like Evan Rodriguez as well. Just make sure it all makes sense for your team. And then uh, the number five guy, Marcus Pedersen, obviously for the game tonight. But Pittsburgh's had that great streaming schedule this last week here. Uh, Pedersen's only 9% rostered. I picked him up in a few spots because he's, he's giving you great perifs. And he, he can get the occasional points. Although, yeah, I mean, 13 assists, zero goals on the season. Yeah, you're picking him up for perifs, all right? Anything else is icing on the cake. All right. That's it for the ads, the top five ads. What about the top five drops? Well, you can probably imagine who the top drop player is. It's Max Pacioretty. Sorry, buddy. That's uh, Yeah, that sucks. I mean, I doubt Max Patch will be back um, this season. So uh, I think it's an easy drop. Get rid of Pacioretty. Even if he does come back, he's going to be limited. So yeah, see you later. Um, how about Samuel Erson, the second most dropped player? He's the uh, you know, player. Uh, the sorry, the goalie on the Flyers that came up won his five games, and then they said, "Smell you later, buddy." Um, obviously, uh, Felix Sandstrom is is now ready to go, so they they moved Samuel Erson back down. But he's a nice little goalie. You got to like that showing. I mean, five wins in five games. Um, you know, he looks good. He it, like. Philly has just been such a surprise this year, anyway, and they're they're getting it done from from all over. So I, I like the player. I, I'm interested, you know, in a dynasty league or or I don't know. Well, let's let's see what he does in the future. Uh, next most drop player, Casey DeSmith makes total sense. Tristan Jari's back. Casey DeSmith, get the hell out of my sight! All right. Um, uh, that said, DeSmith is a great stream on back to backs. You know, when he when he's getting a start, I think the the Pittsburgh looks good this year. Um, the next most drop player is Eric Gustafson. This one, I don't understand. Um, he's 55% rostered, but nothing has changed, right? Um, you know, Carlson's still out. Gustafson's still the man basically taking over his role. Um, his job is secure. He's still getting great deployment. Washington's been in a bit of a slump. Um, you know, or they, they win one, lose one, win one, lose one kind of thing. But, uh. Yeah, uh, we just have to temper expectations on Eric Gustafson. He's not going to go out and get a hat trick every night, all right? So I don't really understand the drop. It's Defensemen are so weird to me in in fantasy. It's like people pick them up expecting they're going to give you offensive production like forwards, and they just don't do that. They're further away from the net, all right? They don't – it just doesn't work that way, right? These guys, that's not what they do, right? So, But I do like Gustafson. I think he should probably be rostered at this point, so I don't understand the drop there. Um, go take a look. <laughs> See if my man Eric Gustafson's available. All right. And then uh, last one is Phoenix Copley. Yeah, this is another one that doesn't really make a lot of sense. He, he, to me, he's they're prioritizing him as the number one in L.A. He's 52% rostered. Like, he had one loss, and everybody's dropping him. doesn't make a lot of sense. Before that, he had three straight wins. So... I have Copley actually in a lot of leagues because I, I employed the zero G strategy and, and Copley just kind of came out of nowhere and started winning games. So he's 12 and three on the season and, and he's getting starts over Jonathan Quick. So I, I don't quit to get the drop there. I think Phoenix Copley is a great uh, you know, zero G goalie at this point and I think she'd probably be rostered. That's my two cents, all right? Unless you need save percentage, uh, this man is stinking it up on save percentage, but, uh, you know, we can't be perfect. Am I right? Come on. All right, then. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's about all we have for this show. Again, I really appreciate you. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I've got an awesome week coming up. Uh, starting on Monday, we're going to um, gonna be a guest on the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Uh, that's going to be great. I've had Steele Roden on the show uh, a couple times, and it's awesome. Uh, they've asked me to come on over there and uh, talk to them a little bit, so um, I'll definitely keep you updated on that. And then we have an awesome guest lined up. TJ from the Five Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. It's going to be sick. I, I am really excited to pick this guy's brain. I can tell he just he just loves fantasy hockey, and so do I. So I think that's going to be a really fun conversation. So definitely, first off, check out both those podcasts as well, Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, and then the Five Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Also, you can find me on Sunday nights um, doing a podcast with Nate Groot-Niblick for Apples and Geno's Fantasy Hockey Podcast. So, yeah, I'm just just getting potted out of my mind here, all right? I love talking fantasy hockey, and there's just so many good resources and so many good people doing podcasts. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I want to expose you to all of them. So, anyways, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Appreciate you, and we'll talk to you soon. Celebrate your day. Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary. <laughs>